What's up, fellas? How we all doing today? Johnny Sig, what's going on, buddy? Chilling, fantastic. I like to hear fantastic. Fantastic is a wonderful thing, and things are getting more fantastical, if you will, um, in Vegas at least. Like the uh, city is thriving and surviving, brothers. And I know Love you it. guys are coming out here soon. I can't wait for you guys to come out to Vegas and hang with y'all because, dude, this city's back. Oh, we love it. That's why we booked. We got Hell stuff yeah, to do and, and get this, Johnny. We're going to be there Tuesday. So uh, Tuesday's our day. Tuesday's our party day. And Wednesday, we got Wednesday, Thursday, we got to get cracking. It's busy. Oh, man, I can't wait. Are yeah, we going to go to the uh, girl collection, the, uh, the Mayweather strip club? Jimmy was talking about Thunder from down under. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that is. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that mail review. Sorry, mail review. Robert got denied. He uh, yeah, he couldn't make that show. I apparently they only could accept one hottie, and the rest are a bunch of ugly dudes that are buff. So it's okay. They're just I'm just too much for them. Hey, but for real, um, Mayweather's got a uh, uh, what's wait, dude, I guess it's it called the Girl Collection, and he's got like strippers on like 401k plans, bro. No way. Like his thing, his, his operation is absolutely legit, you know, yeah. and it's uh, probably one of the most premier strip clubs on the strip in Las Vegas. Uh, we might be going then. We're gonna take some. CBD I heard they have good chicken wings. I love it. <laughs> That's that's why you go there for the chicken yeah, wings. You only go there for the chicken wings. There was a place in Linden, New Jersey that I went to at one point in time, and it was called I forget the name of the place, but I called it Tater Tots and Titties because it was kind of wild because they had really good tater tots and it would happen to be a strip club. And I just like going there for the food. The tater tots and titties. Whether you want to believe that or not, I just like going there for the food. Did you used to go with Napoleon? <laughs> Dude, he 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 was every time I think of tater tots, I think about his tater tots coming out of his pocket. Oh, dude, that when he kicked them. Yep. When that when that kid kicked him next in the classroom. And Napoleon. Let me get some let me get some of your tots. <laughs> that was no all time favorite. <laughs> Yeah, that, no wonder my thoughts. <laughs> Dude, think about Uncle Rico out there throwing the football and recording himself. Like that's it. almost how I feel when I, I like do a solo show. Is that I feel like Uncle Rico just recording? <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing right now? But I tell you what, what I have been doing is watching a lot of mixed martial arts, boxing, guys. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, that ankle. Uh, Jimmy, you want to take this? You, you yeah. want to tell me your thoughts on that? Because that yeah. was insane. McGregor should have been talking shit. So it is. Get back, get back in the ring, be in shape, and don't break your ankle. I mean, and then you're gonna get your, you won't get your ass whooped on the ground. And then talk about it later. I think it was kind of a chicken shit move what he did afterwards. With you know, speaking about his wife, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And these dudes are that's that's how they make their money. So you think how awful. Born? How awful was the shit talking that Conor McGregor uh, did? You, you never mess with women and children in combat sports. That that's yeah. an in in life in general, guys. Like you know, we make jokes, we talk about tater tots and titties, or I, I at least did. But you, you don't you don't bring women and children into the equation like that. That's just terrible. Do you see Dustin Poirier's? Uh, we said afterwards, he goes, "Well, we're going to fight again. May not be in the ring, but we're going to fight again." And I loved it. 
But McGregor used to be one of my favorite fighters of all time. I loved his energy. I loved what he stood for. And he, he, you know, they say money, money won't change you, but it, it's definitely done its part with him because he's a different, he's a different character. He's a different soul. You know, he was all about manifestation, positivity, being a good human, you know, not letting money or the sport get to his head. And now he goes around like a cocky asshole. I'm, I'm sorry, but look, if he wants to fight me, he could fight me, but you know, I'm going to let him hit me first and I'm going to call my attorney Vaughn. But, um, Anyway, it, at the end of the day, it's to a point that I, 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 love, I love combat sports, right? Sig, you know. I mean, it's just it's, – it's the sport. But when people lose it and, and they're no longer doing it for the sport – look, everyone has to make money, and, and I'm all about it. But it's like you're talking all this shit about Jake Paul and this and that and how obnoxious this dude is. But then you go and you act identically the same way as this YouTuber. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like, I mean, it, it's a complete hypocrite. And I'm sorry, but I love Conor McGregor. I think he's a fucking awesome guy. I've never met him, um, but I've heard great things about him. I heard that he's a stand-up, just human being. And anyway, not to touch on that anymore, but it just it sucks to see people change and not for the better. So, well, it happens with money. Happens. and With Conor, I've always liked Conor a lot. And uh, he actually did a good job against Floyd Mayweather. I was actually really, really impressed with that. Like... Uh, Young in there as long as he could. The problem with Connor is stamina, you know, especially in a boxing match. It's it goes a lot longer. So by the time the ninth round came around, is that Floyd had his advantage because Floyd has been there, done that. It doesn't matter Floyd. how exactly it's, it's Floyd. Floyd. And it's it's boxing. Like it, that's the whole thing, is a completely different sport, you know, than mixed martial arts. Now with Connor in this fight. They came out both very electric, very explosive, very awesome and passionate. But I said to myself, as soon as that fight commenced, I was like, this thing's going to go out quick. We're, we're, we're out of here. We're going to be one round and done, man. Like Because, yep. you know, you can't fight at that kind of pace, especially at mixed martial arts. And Connor was doing like a nice backspin kick and doing all this kind of awesome fancy stuff. shit. Fancy shit. Didn't he and, catch him uh, in, in their first fight with one of those roundhouse back? Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, Connor won the first one. That was yep. Like four seconds. So yeah, man. Fought like a total of what? 10 minutes total? <laughs> oh, they're explosive. They, yeah, they, they, go, they go hard, <laughs> man. And the thing was when, when the fight, you know, uh, got through that first round, you, you saw that Connor, obviously, that, you know, ankle twisting out. You knew he couldn't continue, but I just knew that it, there was a burnout. And plus, like, I'm surprised the referee didn't stop it because Poirier was on him after Connor went for a choke, went for a rear naked choke, and then got him on the ground, all that kind of stuff. Then, you know, all of a sudden, there was a reversal where Dustin just started to ground and pound. And I was, like, surprised the referee didn't stop that shit. I'm like, oh, you know what it man. is? Johnny, you know that Craiger, uh, McGregor could really take a pounding. Wow. And I think he was waiting for those arms to drop. You know, it's just like the big John McCarthy. He's like, I'm not going to stop it until you're dormant and your hands drop. Once your hands drop, that means that your brain isn't signaling to your nerves or your muscles to actually keep locking. It means that you've completely blacked out. There's no more oxygen to the brain. And now you are completely 
you know, vulnerable. You're, you're just dangling there waiting to get killed. So I think that they were waiting for that. He kept his arm up. And that was the interesting part when I was watching it. But again, a, a leg like that, I mean, come on, that's a Sean Livingston break practically. So, I mean, that, that he's never, I say he throws in the towel. He's never going to be able to fight again. I mean, not, not the way he used to just the recovery. is just, it's just too, too hard. And he, I mean, how old is he now? You know, well, Johnny? He, he's in his thirties. Uh, I'm going to say mid to late. And the thing about it is too, is that unfortunately he probably will fight again because he can yeah. make money. And also the people that are around him can make money off of him yeah. and they enable him to do so. And that's the sad part about boxing, mixed martial arts. People fight way, way too, uh, you yeah. know, too way too long. Like mm -hmm. it's just unbelievable and they'll get hurt. And in an injury like that, when you compromise your ankle like that, like and roll that bad boy out, and plus you've done combat sports and athletics for your entire life, you're just systematically breaking down. Now I'm going to do a plug for Life Pack Organics. <laughs> All right. So Man, right on cue. I was about to and do it. So. This was not planned. This was not planned. But here it is. Okay. I have inflammation in my joints. I've been fucking going crazy with boxing and mixed martial arts, working out. This reduces all my complications I have. I'm 42 years old. I am taking a fight, an amateur fight, again, within the next three to six months. We're trying to line up the opponent. We're trying to make everything right. But guess what? Whenever I need recovery, before I start my training, and, be, and after I, I have my training, this bad boy right here. Okay. What is that, Johnny? I can't see that. I'm joking. It's Life Packer game. Gosh, dude. I was setting you up for that one. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, you know what? The thing is, it, it, it really brings down inflammation. Like, I had an ankle that I rolled out. We are speaking about ankles, and that's what made me think about it, is that my thing ballooned up. And then next thing I know, I take a couple of these pills. Two days later, reduced. Are you using and, the roll-on as well? Oh, of course. Yeah, the, the roll-on is the best, guys. Hey, the, in fact, why don't we just uh, get Conor McGregor's uh, home address and send him a bunch? He'll be rolling that bad boy on for about a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to do a life pack bath. There you go. Send him I some of that. Everything. Yeah. You know what? You know what's really interesting, Johnny? I have a bad left ankle as I'm as I'm rubbing it as we speak, and I have really, really painful days. If I put on the roll on about six or seven times a day, I'm I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, it's really strange. But when I don't use it, I, I could barely walk. I hobble around, and it, I rolled my ankle a long time ago, and I've always had problems. Unless it's when it's really hot or really cold is when I have the most amount of issues. I could tell the capsules don't fully help because there's too much damage, whatever the problem is on my ankle. But the roll-on really penetrates with the DMSO. Oh, yeah. Brings down the inflammation, stops the pain. It's temporary, but I'm able to do what I need to do at the gym. I don't go too hard. I'm trying to let it recover. Um, but it helps. And... That's the whole key to our products is all about being able to help, even if it's just the maintenance of it. it. There's so many people with ankle and knee issues that 
walk around daily in pain. I mean, my question for them is, why feel the pain? Right? I, it doesn't hey, make sense. Got CBD? Come on. Come and get it. Come and get the it. solution to the problem. And again, guys, this isn't an infomercial, but it's just real. I want to yes, share this with everyone. It kind of yeah. is. But I want to share it with everyone because I'm an athlete. I'm 42 years old. I'm doing all this type of stuff. And it does take down inflammation, which is huge, especially the roll-on. I've sent it to many of my friends, by the way. And they're just like, I need more. I need more. I'm like, well, then order it. You know, like you here, here's like a drug dealer. Here, here's your sample. <laughs> here's the first ones on the house. Hey, real quick on that note, Johnny, what do you think is going to be the next uh, ne next fight? That guy, who's a K K Khabib? Yeah, Khabib. Is, uh, he, is he getting back in? What's going on with that guy? Uh, I think he's done, man. I th he made a promise to his father. He's very spiritual and religious. Uh. And that he would not fight past the the, the last one he did before his father died. Oh, you know, he kind of like made like a, a, a promise to him. Mm -hmm. And Khabib is like a very again spiritual, religious guy. I don't think we get that now in the sports world. Another fight uh, that is huge is going to be uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Oh wow! Isn't that that's saying, this weekend? Isn't it? No, it was supposed to be coming up. Now it's kind of yeah. postponed. They're that's saying. Nice. But that's a big one everyone cares about. This will um, be three, right, Johnny? Yep, part yep. three. That's going to be fantastic. Oh, dude, I, nothing better I than wait. a heavyweight scrap. I can't wait. Hey, one of these heavyweights walk up on Jake or what's his brother's name, Paul, and they're done. They keep, <laughs> they keep picking on these 155-pound dudes and wait till one of them walks up on them. It's over. Who's Jimmy, that that's other? a great dude, point, that's bro. Yeah, I mean, you keep – I can call out sixth graders all the time. You know, once you call out a dude my age, you might pump me. So I'm not having it. Jimmy, that's a great point because what's going to happen there is they're going to actually fight people at their own weight category that actually know what the hell they're doing. It's over. <laughs> then the, then the, that Paul organization in boxing is done. Absolutely. Done. So uh, let, let's, uh, you know, change uh, subjects to music. I, I just recently got the new Chevelle album. And it is absolutely amazing. Are you guys, Jimmy, I'll start with you. Are you listening to anything new lately? You know, man, I, I no. Just to be completely honest with you, I'm not doing anything new. I'm actually really dipping back into like my Christian spiritual side and just being motivated on a daily basis, man. So it's all about, you know that. Yep. Motivated. Whatever makes you go. And, and, and the, the motivation um, is probably the most important thing especially if you run a company and the things that you're doing and, and plus have a family yeah you know to support and everything like that so what, what kind of stuff are you listening to to up rise your spirituality well you, there's a there's a ton of uh christian pop right now there's uh and they, they cross over to the you know not i don't want to say rap side but it's it's a it's lot of you know, just cool, uplifting music and not a lot of hymnals, obviously, because that's why a lot of people my age never went to the church back in the day because it was kind of boring. But um, I don't know, man. It's just uh, there's a bunch of good people and they, they care about the world and they, they want us all to feel good and their music transcends. So for me, I just get it and I get up and exercise in the morning and keeps me going. Keeps me going. If it's positive and you know what? It, it keeps you going. It, it does spiritual things for you yeah. and makes you focus. That's the best thing in the world. You know, I mean, that's what I encourage everyone to do all the time. What about you, Robert? 
So I like, so I like uh, recently, I've recently I've been listening to a lot of Christian rap. Christian rap. Uh, uh, NF, yeah, he, he actually has a lot of great tracks, KB. KB. Um, but um, I but I started getting in the country. I, I like the energy. I like the vibe. Jimmy's a huge country fan. Wifey is too. So just listening to a lot of the the newer age country, it's it's interesting. It it really is. I don't I know like what's country going on my, a lot. Uh, my mic. No, you're good, brother. I, I I like uh country a lot. My wife got me into it, and the best part about country is that it's all about getting laid, getting paid, paying your bills, blue collared family, yep. driving a truck, shooting a gun, like you know, like exactly so i mean i'm I'm open-minded to everything and whatever gives someone a positive vibe you know uh what motivates you and compels you like honestly i've been listening to a lot of pat benatar recently in my training dude like like she fires something about pat benatar fires me up like you know invincible like i'm like you know it's like how do you not like feel like you're not invincible, yeah, you know. Yep. So, uh, she's what about? Awesome. Oh, she's the best, man, and yep. just a, a, a pioneer, a female, you know, uh, artist, and, and taking the center stage. You know, like mm -hmm. she just destroyed it. She commanded it. Um, speaking of training, okay, uh, have you guys been working out, Robert? I'll start yeah. with you. Yeah, daily. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm uh, really really focused so there's this new netflix show that they're going to be shooting i guess in november and it's uh, I, I don't know if i talked about it in the last show but it's uh, ceos and presidents versus ceos and presidents of major corporations and it's uh it's cage fighting and they allow the companies to come and hang out and uh you know all, all like the studio audiences literally all of your staff you know and your 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 ring corners like your cfo and I mean, it's pretty cool. So I've done four interviews already. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really cool. I'm really excited about it. So apparently they shoot in November. So I'm, I finally hit single digit body fat and weighing one, 150, trying to get my strength Damn, back. Damn, down to 150? I'm 149.59 and 8% uh, body fat. Wow. Yeah. But I'm not lifting heavy. I'm really focused on just trying to stay lean, explosive. So when I go in the ring, you know, I don't have any type of training. So that's that's kind of where I am. But, hey, I, I think we got a special guest in the house, man. Uh, really, really, really exciting. Uh, I, I could see him. I don't know if we could hear him. But uh, we got – Can you hear me? Oh, there He's he there now. What's up, Brad? Yo. How are you guys? celebrity realtor in the house i call him mr vip he i don't know where he finds these insane pocket listings he he's my realtor our team's realtor but if you're looking for a realtor welcome to the show brad how you doing thank buddy thank you thank you guys for having me i'm doing very well i want to put some headphones in real quick so i uh not echoing on you guys but thank you very oh, no. much for having me of course man anytime brother anytime and it sounds really good dude um so yeah, to close it out, Robert, I mean, about the training, like that's great that you're doing it. Um, man, I can't believe how low in weight you got, dude. That but I know you're doing it the proper way, and that's all about you know conditioning. Bro, at COVID. one point pre-COVID, <laughs> I was like, 
190 pounds and I, I i'm down to 160 now like that's insane. crazy <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Insane, man. but it's healthy way to take off man you know it's like it's the training and the boxing and the mixed martial arts all that kind of stuff brad welcome to the show brother thank you guys Thank you. And What's Robert, that's because he goes to the gym like seven times a day. So, uh, <laughs> well, he's a hamster. Robert's a hamster on a wheel, dude. Like, he just doesn't stop. And hey, hey, I just, I just rock back and forth. Like, <laughs> like oh, the, the shake weights, dude. Look at that. Gym. You see the vibration? <laughs> dude, did you ever find those commercials? Awkward? It's not a shake weight, but we get it. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever find uh, those commercials <laughs> awkward? Like, I, I think those commercials, but then the chick is like holding the thing and it's like, oh, well, this is like, is it me? Am I wrong here, fellas? Help me out. I don't know, Johnny. Do it again. Do, do, do that image again. I don't think I want to do that for my listeners. <laughs> and viewers but I, it just it rubs me kind of the wrong way if that makes sense all right brad <laughs> welcome to the show bro thank um, you how's your day going today man so far so good how about you guys excellent we're we're, we're yeah. doing great we're uh having a great time as always on the show here and i want to unpack a, a couple things about you and realty and what you do out there in uh california and beverly hills and that that's a, a wonderful area man so um we'll start with uh if you don't mind me asking a little bit about your personal life like what do you enjoy what kind of movies are you into what kind of music that sort of thing and then we'll unpack your uh your whole experience with uh your business yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up in the Midwest, uh, and that's kind of where I got, like, this passion for real estate. We uh, started flipping houses out there. You know, we'd buy, like, distressed property and fix them up, uh, resell them, uh, and that's kind of what kicked it off. So grew up there um, probably, well, I think we've been here now for nine years, eight, nine years, something like that, and then just kind of picked it right back up as soon as we got out here, but not it's not a better place in this country to sell real estate in my opinion uh depends on where you're at um you know when you get into like hollywood hills area it can get up towards 2500 a square foot wow. uh on the high end yeah or even more depending on the house so yeah, what's I hear going the on? market's really good right now go ahead yeah Robert, take it. yeah i was gonna say like what, what what's going on with the market i mean it's there's no inventory. Everybody's house shopping right now. I mean, what what do you what do you suggest? I mean, what's going on? I mean, is there an explanation? Right now, it's just so we obviously we had COVID, you know, and it delayed everybody from doing what they wanted to do, making the moves they wanted to make. And now everything's kind of lifting, you know, so people are out looking again and still people haven't really made the commitment to sell or move. Some people just don't want to. So it's limiting inventory which is just creating this frenzy of people buying and interest rates are incredibly low. So, you know, you know, supply and demand, right? You know, you, there's not a lot of inventory, you know, demand is going to be extremely high, which it is. And we are getting anywhere from, you know, five to 20 offers on every property that we list instantly, you know, we'll, we'll list a property on, on a Thursday and by the end of the weekend, it's, probably going to be off market yeah well that's yeah. awesome <clears throat> you know that's a big rise and we need that and what i love what we see right now in this world 
this kind of post-COVID, if you will, because, I mean, it still exists and there's still after effects and, you know, from what happened. But I like to see that people are out there buying and going after things and out, like, especially where I live in Vegas. Like, dude, it's insane out here right now, Brad. Let me tell yeah. you, man. Like everyone is all over the place and it's in a great way. They're getting the economy stimulated again. They're hiring. People are getting jobs again. People are working. People are functioning. People are happier. You know, I mean, every single time we go anywhere and me and my wife go out actively, places are packed nowadays, man. You know? Yeah. Um, so th that, that's a good thing to see. Um, I got to ask you about showings. Okay. When you <laughs> Uh, a showing of a house and one of my favorite movies of all time is I love you, man. Mm -hmm. And Jason Siegel was in that film and he was just like a guy that would go there as a freeloader and just like drink and eat <laughs> everything at the house, you know, and just a, a wonderful movie. I, I know that from what I've done on my research about you, you do a wonderful display when you show a house. So can we talk about what it's like to show a house and do you have freeloaders? You know what? It's, uh, it's not just that movie. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> that is a real thing, <laughs> but, uh, we do hold what are called, uh, like broker <clears throat> opens. So when a house initially is listed, um, uh, depending obviously if the, the owner of the house is okay with it, we usually like to try and invite as many brokers as we can. So typically with that, you want everybody to come and enjoy and have a good time. So, you know, you provide drinks and hors d'oeuvres and things like that. You know, you get a lot of people that are really there to look for their clients, but then you also get a lot of people that are there to drink and eat and then leave. So I might be that person but, the next time you do a showing. So just like, hey, you, you know what? That's okay. Just just tell somebody that you were there, and and that's good enough. Well, let's talk about saying. your agency. How how does uh, anyone find you? I, I know it's called the agency in Beverly Hills, but um, wh where do we find you on social media? Not that we're wrapping up this interview by all means. I could talk to you all day, brother, but. Um, you know, how do we find you? Like, uh, yeah. what's your Twitter, Instagrams, and Facebooks, and whatever? MySpace. MySpace is still uh, you got yeah. a MySpace. Well, you, you're, you're on, on uh, 48 dating, dating sites, sites right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, dating I guarantee sites you swipe right past him. <laughs> well, Jimmy, Jimmy told me he's like, dude, I had no idea I saw Brad on Grinder, and I was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing on Grindr? I don't even know. What I was like, "Why are you on Grindr?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" I go, "I was trying to get, trying to get to the bottom of it, but I didn't understand." So we got to the top. Of it. Oh man, you gotta do our research. That's that is funny. We actually matched me and James. Like, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> Wait, you gotta so, call him Jimmy though. Don't call him James. You know, well, his, you know what? His Grinder profile is James, not Jimmy. It's Big James. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa. And you know what? I, I shit you not. <laughs> just saying, we're out of control. I'm fucking dying Jesus. over here. And we're not even we're not even drinking. Oh I know, right? God. I might need one now. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, Brad, sorry, I got so, yeah. your uh, your socials. No, no, don't worry. Um, Instagram is is great. It's uh, uh, at Bradley K underscore the agency R E. Uh, phone number, you can call me anytime, 310-880-6544. I will answer the phone every single time. Email is bradleyk at theagencyre.com. Nice. Easiest you way. can answer it while he's at church.
Yes. <laughs> I was like, dude, hang up. He's like, I'm not sure. I was like, this is great. Everyone that's listening on iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, YouTube, wherever fine uh, podcasts are heard. Um, you know, definitely check into that if you're looking for a home, especially in that area, which is a beautiful, luxurious area. And uh, that's just so great, man. I, I like to hear people like doing their thing and thriving, bro. Um, yeah. But you and said for the you record, had, yeah, go ahead. We're, we're not we're not all high end, you know. Yes, there's a lot of high end, but we work with everybody. Doesn't matter if you're looking for, you know, a smaller condo or or a gigantic mansion. We help everybody. It makes no difference what size house you're looking by. And 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 the good thing about it is, I mean, Brad found me my house um, years ago, but I I told him, hey, I'm looking for property in Big Bear. Can you help? And he says, yeah. And I mean, the agency's so big and with his resources, he was able to find me a super cool um, vacation property in Big Bear last year. And, and that's, the, that's the greatest part about it is he has resources because when you're with a group like the agency, um, they just have resources and they help each other. And he was able to facilitate it and take care of it. And, and again, I mean, I think I've sent them, what, 11, 12 people. I mean, everybody's beyond happy. And the I thing about it is every everybody has realtors right and and that's the thing about it i probably got 20 other friends that are realtors but then i have my realtor friends that are realtors i got isaac i got a ton but then i have my realtor and that's someone that you really trust in because you're buying something that you've dreamed of or something you've been waiting it's it's probably the largest commitment you'll ever make besides getting your woman pregnant right um, and, and <laughs> that sometimes isn't what, even that a commitment yeah. <laughs> or one you're thinking true. about. But, you know, that's, that's yeah. really what it comes down to. And, and again, once you find a realtor, you know, it's, it's somebody you're going to kind of grow with as, as you build your real estate portfolio or just buy your family dream home. I mean, that's why I wanted to really bring on Brad, not, not just because he has great stories and all the celebrities he's represented, which I know he can't really talk about, but Brad, can you talk about one of, one of your funny stories? Cause I know you've got a lot of them of maybe a showing and then I want to hear like a scary moment that you were just like blown away that you don't want to talk about. So you could talk about it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I have a client uh, that I work with regularly buys a lot of real estate. And at just every time I show property with this guy, he, he pulls something ridiculous. Like we were walking around the property and at some point I lost him while we were looking around, he ended up hiding in a closet and just popped out. Uh, out of nowhere and scared the shit out of every single one of us <laughs> you know he's just like he, younger guy but great sense of humor and uh, he's hysterical did he buy um, the property yeah, he did yeah <laughs> yeah he did that's <laughs> worth it yeah i think yeah. you have to at that point yeah <laughs> well at exactly. least you bought it right i mean yeah, geez, yeah. Man. no kidding but he's all he's just full of jokes he's, he's like a robert almost but <laughs> he's <just laughs> a good dude um but scary scary stories oh sorry um scary story scary story okay 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 all right so i'm working with not currently the house already sold but i was working with a seller who we had the property on the market and they were going out of town uh for the weekend so they have these two bigger like exotic cats and it was a last minute they had to leave town something family whatever they asked me if I could just check in on the cats every once in a while. So, yes, of course, absolutely. We're going to be there, you know, regularly throughout the weekend showing the property. So, of course, you know, whatever you need me to do. So we get a call for a showing and, like, buyer wants to come see it very quickly. So 
call my assistant. We race to the house to make sure everything is clean, um, you know, just in case, because we know they had to leave town quickly. If there's any dishes, whatever, put them away, make it show ready, right? So we get there and uh, we, when the cats, or when we do showings, we would put the cats in like uh, kind of a screen room that they have. So they're not kind of roaming around and, you know, people on, you don't really necessarily want to interact with cats a lot of times. So we put them away opened everything up, turned all the lights on, cleaned everything, showing went great, uh, clients left, we locked everything up, let the cats out again so they could roam, and then uh, that was it. 4 a.m. in the morning, I sat straight the fuck up out of bed, out of nowhere, nowhere, straight, sat straight up. I remembered one window was left open without a screen. I have never been that scared and these cats like the the, the clients they don't they don't have kids like these cats are their kids and i don't know if, you, if you're familiar with exotic cats they're expensive they're yeah. you know thousands of dollars a cat so i sit straight up 4 a.m and i am freaking out i am literally freaking out and you <laughs> robert you know tara so yep. i woke up and i am yelling running around the house trying to get a shirt on pants on shoes i jump in the car and i'm probably 120 miles an hour down the 101 going to the house i get there i get to the front door and sure sure enough i left the window open the window was open all night i get to the front door i'm ringing the doorbell trying to get the cat's attention and uh they're not coming to the door so i go around the back of the house i don't see the cats i don't they're, they're not there i have absolutely at this point lost it i'm like i'm gonna get fired they're gonna kill me i just lost their kids like, this is the end of my career in real estate. I was losing it. So sitting there for 15 minutes, just looking through the backyard, looking through the neighborhood, freaking out. I manually, like, with my hand from the outside, push the window closed just in case. I'm running around the neighborhood. I get back to the front door. They're both sitting right there inside the house, staring straight at me. I, I, I still to this day like I have chills right now just thinking about it and this I was is like having a year ago. anxiety listening to that and that, <laughs> I'm telling you you know the scariest yeah. moment of my life that, that's why I'm putting my hands in this position right here position because I was like I'm praying for this story to end a good way because I don't want to hear because I'm a oh big my God. so I was like oh man I was getting anxiety listening to this thing but uh, at, le- at least it worked out, bro. I mean, yeah, but uh, crazy God. story. My father was in realty. He's got similar stories about crazy madness and, you know, things that you go through. And um, I had on one of the greatest, I feel, uh, of all time salespeople in Don West. He used to work for Shop at Home Collectibles. I don't know if you guys remember. McGuire rookies. I got Sammy Sosa rookie cards. He was a great salesman, uh, just a, and he was an excellent, excellent interview. And I love the fact that he was just so cool and open and everything like that. So uh, my question for you is, it, what does it take to be a really good, successful salesperson? Uh, you know what? You just need to be able to have a con- like a good conversation with you know a client. You need to be personable. You need to know what you're talking about. You need to do your research. You know, you can't just go in there and wing it. It's not a winging a thing. You're a professional. You have a license. You know, you need to know what you're talking about. But you also need to know how to talk to people as well. You know, people are going to have questions. People are going to have objectives. And you need to overcome all of it. Uh, you know, without any of that, it's you know, it's not going to work well for you. You need hey, to have hey. every single one of those. 
one thing that Brad has that a lot of people don't is patience. Because, you know, as a client and people, it, it's it's hard. I don't like that window. I don't like that door. You know, and sometimes the wife is a little bit more difficult than the husband. And Brad has to deal with two completely different mindsets, different energy, attitude. And that's tough sometimes because you can't, you've always heard the experts, you can't please everybody. But when they're purchasing a home, you kind of got to please everybody. So I think at least one thing that I've seen Brad that was something he has that a lot of people don't is a lot of patience because he was patient personally with us. And I know we're friends, but he was over the top patient with us and able to really allow us to find what we were looking for, you know? And, and again, sometimes you see 40, 50, thank God we didn't have to see that many homes, but sometimes you see that many homes and then, or you find the dream home and you go and he's like, look, you're just not going to be able to cut this. They have two cash buyers. And trying to get somebody to understand that so they could actually keep moving on and keep looking for a house. I mean, that, that's, that's what was important to us, that he had the patience. And, and that was key. Definitely patience is, is a requirement. You know, you have to be able to thoroughly explain everything. And, and sometimes even after that, there's more questions and more questions. And you just be ready to answer them. You know, it's, it's something that you have to do. You know, we are, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Um, interesting question I feel is that what's the most amount of times you had to show a family a house before you, you got a sale? Um, I have worked with clients for at any time, about a year and a half, I think altogether, uh, <laughs> until we actually found the right property. Yep. Year and a half. That's a lot of showings, and, and you know, tell me that was, was a, a good, good sale, sale for you. <laughs> It was, you know, okay. it was, so you know, was after, it. after about a year, it ended up being about a, yeah, a year's worth of work. So yeah. a two bedroom condo in Pacoima. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy, for mentioning that, because I do hope that you got paid handsomely, yeah. Brad. <laughs> like, that's yeah, after that amount of time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but you know, you yeah. take the good with the bad, right? You know, sometimes they take forever. Sometimes they, you know what I mean? You just want to make sure that they're happy and that's it. That's all that matters is, that they're happy, they like it. You know, you have some that take a while, and then you have some where they walk into the first house they see, they love it, they write an offer, and it's sold. You know, but right now, Brad. I mean, don't, don't you feel that people are really going in and trying to snatch up because inventory is low? Well, they they are because I mean, not only that, but they have to. You know, if yeah. you're if there's a property that hits the market and it's priced correctly, you need to go in aggressively, or you're not just not going to have a chance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. It's awesome. So outside of uh, your job, which you're obviously very passionate and very knowledgeable about, uh, what else do you like? Like I was saying before, like movies, music, like what are you into? Video games? You know what? What are your hobbies? I, have, I am still a little boy at heart and cars are my thing. Like yes. I, I can't get over like race cars, supercars, anything racing, anything cars, like all me all day. That's it. So weekends, car shows, you know, everything, anything that we can possibly do with cars and exotic cars, you know, at that, we do 100%. I mean, not only is it great networking, you know, for, for clients and, and things, but it's also fun, you know, and just, it's like an art to me. So yeah, really cars. And I mean, just, you know, hanging out and, you know, not anything really too specific, just enjoying time, relaxing, grilling, you know, eating really fatty foods <laughs> what, what do you like big, to grill i'm, I'm a big, big grill hobby. guy 
steak burgers i guess it just kind of depends on you know what we're looking for but yeah i mean steak is probably yeah, big juicy gerbils. ribeye gerbils. <laughs> gerbils. yeah do you have a Dog. favorite cut of steak Your favorite um cut. yeah Perfect. like ribeye of course you know sort of wagyu in there you know if you can <laughs> that a5 that's right <laughs> What about with uh, TV shows? Uh, have you been watching anything of late? TV shows don't get a whole lot of time to just sit and watch TV. Um, but, uh, I mean, we obviously try to watch all the real estate shows and flipping this and flipping that, you know, million-dollar listing everywhere, you know. So all, all those shows we try to keep up on. Um, but, other, you know, like typical uh, series, not really – not, just not a lot of time. Do you know what you talk about? Like reality type shows where they show flipping. I got uh, a guy, John Taffer, coming on the show very soon. Um, Bar Rescue, awesome oh, yeah. dude out here. In Vegas. Oh, John from yeah, yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to watch that show. I used to watch Spending Years, but it's I did such watch a good show. show. I'm we're addicted yeah, it to it. We're <laughs> like yeah. me and my family are addicted to it because yeah. I love when he just loses his mind. Well, he doesn't lose his mind. He's actually in concert of his mind, but he's like, I've had enough. I'm going in. We're going to shut it down. And he's such a nice guy, like such a genuine, nice dude. And he, he's been rescuing bars out here in Vegas, uh, you know, post-mortem COVID like crazy. And, and, that's a good dude. Like, I mean, yes, it's a television show, but there also can be good content coming from that. Now, yeah. as far as music goes, do you have um, any kind of music? You mentioned before a couple things you listen to. Um, are you into like playing instruments or are you just into music? And, and who's your favorite artist overall? Don't I don't play an instrument or, or anything necessarily, and honestly, I don't have a, like a specific genre of music where you know that's like my go-to. But you know, I, I do love like rap. I do love you know like all the you know kind of modern things like that. But also like sitting on a weekend in the morning doing some work Saturday morning, I will throw on something classical all day long and enjoy the hell out of it. You know, and also you know like. Same thing at the end of the day, it's been a crazy day. I'll throw on Slayer and listen to that shit for yeah. hours. Why not? Like, it does not matter, honestly. I love all music. Like, to me, music is music. It just depends on what mood you're in, you know? That, that's exactly what I was trying to get at. And I, I like the fact that you had mentioned before about like listening uh, to, you know, Christian music and all this kind of stuff. And we're bookending it right now with Slayer, which is the complete opposite. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course but you know it, it's entertainment and that's what i tell people all the time like music is music like people like take rap too literally and i love rap i'm a big rap fan love eminem love tupac people like mm. okay, look at that's actual rap, rap. Stuff stuff that's, that's, on on now is not that's terrible <laughs> shit yeah, yeah so, so. Okay. jimmy tell me about that what, what what are your thoughts on modern rap jimmy i i, I want to hear this well, well, it's, it's interesting, interesting because modern rap is, I, you could look at it from two different angles. I have girls in my home. My young girls listen to it, and they're getting to the age now that they're actually starting to understand what these, these dudes or whomever, even the women are saying. And it's so derogative towards the female gender that it's incredible. And now, you know, back in the day, they said all kinds of stuff, but it was in better taste. 
uh, with more context. You know, without just saying, you know, I smashed a chick on the side. It was LL talking about, you know, how he seduced his chick and, you know, now they're together. So it was kind of cool. This stuff now is ridiculous. It's it's the uh, yeah. yeah. enter button when you push press. press. But that's if you can understand it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it, Most it, of it's mumble. It's, it's mumble. And then the thing that also happens is that I was at the pool with my stepdaughter. At the time, she was probably 10. She's now 12. But someone was playing that shit you were yeah, talking about, yeah. Jimmy. And I said, yo, turn that off. I don't – she don't need to know coochies and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. bro. Like, what – I'm like, turn that off right now. Like, that is not acceptable. Okay, that, that's, that's on, on Percocet. Percocet. Like, Percocet. Are you Percocet. kidding me? Percocet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what? Funny story about this, actually. I was at lunch with a client the other day, and he's probably 70, maybe. Um, and he's into music. He actually did um, – um, he does a lot of um, – um, oh, my God. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, not producing, but uh, he writes a lot of music for movies and TV shows. Uh, he did, I don't know if you remember, the old movie Cocktails. Composer. Uh, He's a composer. He, he composer. Yeah. There you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like I couldn't get the word. So, yeah. So, we're sitting at lunch, and uh, he asked me, he goes, what is this WAP? What is this? I, I see this on YouTube. What is this WAP? I'm like, oh, my God. This guy's asking me what this means. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's seven years old. I just said, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't even answer. <laughs> That's the easiest. That's the best answer. Yeah, because we don't know. I don't. But, I have no idea. See, I have an excuse, like I because I am a stepfather, so I could be like, "Go ask your mom and your dad." Like I, oh. I have a way out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a way out. Like whenever she goes up to me, "What is that?" I'm like, "Go ask your parents." Yeah. Like <laughs> my deal's done right now, bro. <laughs> like I clock out. Done. That's it. Hey, but That's what whatever happened to like? Like Bone Thugs and Harmony, too short. I'm a player, bitch. I thought you knew. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I mean, that's my. We got NWA, we got Ice Cube. Oh, I mean, wow. that's yeah. just yeah. Bone Bone Thugs, yeah, yeah that, that is mumble rapping at its finest. But it was interesting. Like you're trying to figure out what the hell they're saying, and there's Crazy Bone and Lazy Bone and Busy Bone and Hizzy Bone and Fizzy Bone. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of them. A lot of bones. A whole lot, lot of bones. bones going on, Jimmy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean a whole even lot of boning. <laughs> 40, you know? He bombs really. Like, I mean, dude, that's I don't know. I, I, I just love the old school. But then I could put on, you know, Led Zeppelin, obviously on Massarzo. Yeah. So I mean now we start getting on all the classical Pink Floyd. But then we got Toby Keith and I mean we're so all over the place. I, I mean I'm a I'm a music junkie i just love putting on pandora and putting you know shuffle and just see what happens i mean it'll be from like andreo pacelli to ice cube it's crazy but it's fun and and if you can yeah. enjoy it and understand it and actually listen to from the beginning of a song to the end a lot of people don't dissect music and me being a, a, a not an ex-musician but someone who had a love for drums and understanding on how to dismount a song and like like break it down from the hi-hats to the cymbal to the 808 to whatever it is. I mean, it's interesting. Um, and I, lo I love it. I mean, and even like, you know, dance music, any type of like, you know, EDM. I mean, it's cool as long as it's just not the repetitive. Doom, 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 doom. I mean, it has to do things. 
And Marshmallow's really good at what he's done with his collabs and 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 the singing and breaking it out more into like a deeper house music. I like. I mean, Jimmy has to tolerate it when I'm in the car, you know, because I start putting out some house music and he's just looking at me like, dude, we're not at the club. Oh, once in a while, it's okay. No, when he starts like, doing that, I put these black glasses on and I just shoot up. I'm picturing like the scenario, like the buddy cop relationship from like Lethal Weapon with like exactly. Murtoff. Is that what goes on? Hell no. Don't even <laughs> pretend like that happens. Hey, but Jimmy, no. Jimmy's a great co-pilot. Like he lets me drive or do whatever I need to do in the car because he fully trusts me. Thank God. Okay. At least somebody does in my life. But <laughs> oh, Brad does too. Brad's done. He's been in the car with me when I've, I've driven. You like when I'm the passenger. <laughs> yeah, because you like go faster. <laughs> That's I you drove with you faster. one time, Brad. All right. So who, who saves who? Like, remember Lethal Weapon 2 when um, Danny Glover's on the toilet with the bomb? All right. So who saves who off the toilet? Robert or Jimmy? Like, who, who's on the toilet and who saves who? When I'm done, I, he normally comes in and sprays. So I think he would be the one that saves me. I don't know. I don't know. Right? I don't think Robert and I would be stuck in that position. We don't sit, we don't sit down long enough to be Shit stuck. Shit could happen, literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, but hey, funny story. So we'll be at like the Four Seasons and we go over there to drop ducks, we call them, right? Because we want to like stink up the Four Seasons bathroom and they're big too. So our office is about a block away from the Four Seasons. So we'll go over there and we'll have a little muffin, a little coffee, drop some ducks. He'll be like, yo, I'll be right back. And he'll get up, and I swear to God, this bathroom's not close. It's it's a good two, three-minute walk from where we were sitting. He arrives like two minutes later with a smile, and I'm like, what's good? He goes, oh, those are good. I'm like, how – did you wipe? I mean, dude, he's like a poop ninja. It's the – he is – you're so fast. Yeah, don't mess around. Jimmy's like, fiber. If you got to go to the bathroom, go, because we have a Zoom in an hour. Bro, it's Life Pack Organics. There's fiber in that. Yeah, yeah Robert takes all day. I'll be in there for 20. Yeah, he'll take his phone. He'll, like, respond to emails. Not me. I don't have time for that. I do Zooms for the bathroom. We, we, we've gotten here now, so I might as well go there, too. You know, I'm I'm a a big time pooper, and so what I do is I'll and thanks for showing up, Brad. I don't care. We're, we got here. This is what we're gonna do. And we got I actually put life pack. <laughs> I put powder. I put life powder in my bath. I do yeah. a lot of different things. I actually put capsules in there too to help out. You know the. Uh, the situation that might go on if you if you're an excessive pooper like I am because I'm high in fiber. And guess what right. you do when you're high in fiber? You poop. You take a lot of shits. <laughs> hey, Brad, how's the bathroom at the agency? It's clean. <laughs> so if any clients need to use the restroom? It's state-of-the-art bathroom. <laughs> uh, my question is, does the toilets flush on their own? Uh, no, actually they don't. You got to push a little button on the top. <laughs> I like when yeah. you have to do that. I don't, I don't trust the, uh, the, the, fl the automatic flush. I don't know about oh, you yeah. guys. What's your I thoughts? Bad experiences uh, with that. It's like just spraying it. It's like, dude, I'm not done. Like, that is terrible. You know, it's the ones where you walk into the bathroom and they open automatically and start like spraying before you even like sit down. That shit scares me every time. <laughs> oh, where is first this? world problems. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of the, like a lot of the new construction, yeah, that we have out here. You like you walk into the bathroom, all the lights will turn on, the toilet seat will open up, and then it starts like that's yeah, fucking spray, creepy. Like, kind of like clean the inside of the toilet before you like sit down. Yeah, 
No shit. I would think the shit was haunted. I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's like yelling at it. Hey, the shit? The shit is haunted? <laughs> that, that's awesome. Like, literally, oh, the shit is haunted. Like, yeah. wait, so I, I, want, I want my listeners to know this because I have not seen this. Like, I'll send you a video. It's, it's, it's pretty. I, honestly, it scares me every time. Every time it gets me. <laughs> you don't expect it. That's crazy. That's kind of like when Vegas, when we stay at Aria, the, the heated uh, toilet seat. But I think one time me and Jimmy had to go out there for some meetings and we happened to get this room. And I think it was malfunctioning because I swear it gave me like second degree burns on my ass cheeks. I mean, I sat down and it was so hot. I don't know if Jimmy heard me. I was like, ah! I don't hear shit like that. <laughs> it was so oh hot. Like, you got to get on my Yelp. You'll see the Yelp review. It's crazy. Like, it really hurt. And then I hit the little, you know, the, everything's on an iPad, and you hit the button, and the curtain's open. And I look at him like, oh, this is a nice view. And there's two dead pigeons right at my window. Like, it looked like a, an Indian burial ground. And from my burnt butt to the dead birds, I and I didn't even get a response from Maria. Anyway, man, I don't even like, know how we got here, but I, I got a, I got a crazy <laughs> shit story for you guys. Sorry, but might as well go there. We'll talk some shit if you will. Yeah. So I'm I'm with an ex, and I'm in Mexico in Cancun, and I never seen a bidet before. Never seen one. So I was like, I don't know why I would even say this to her, but I'm like, listen, honey. We got a his and hers shitter. Like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? You want to take a shit opposite from each other? Because <clears throat> I didn't know what it was. There was a toilet, and then there's the bidet across from it. So I'm like, we could actually come and talk some shit together. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, out? it's a bidet. Yo, I spent the entire day on the bidet because that thing <laughs> I'm telling you bro like I'm telling you like I was like what you were clean, clean as a whistle clean keeping it clean man Hell yeah but uh That's speaking about awesome. um you know keeping it clean uh Brad you got a great business going on remind our listeners one more time what you have happening out there and how they could listen and uh, follow everything that you're doing on social media and uh, call you about. We are helping, sorry, I mean to cut you off. We are definitely uh, helping everyone we can buy and sell. We've helped a ton of people this year and obviously just want to keep that going, help as many more people as we can and close out the year. But you can call us anytime, 310-880-6544. Follow us on Instagram, Bradley K underscore the agency RE. Email Bradley K at the agency re.com. Either one of those who will get back to you very quickly. And you and you really specialize in residential and, and what areas, Brad? Like what, what are your key points if someone's looking? Residential. Uh, we also do commercial, uh, but um, Beverly Hills, west side of LA, San Fernando Valley, everything kind of in that area. I mean, we go as far out as, you know, like Robert, you, you know, with you and Big Bear, you yeah. know, we focus on these areas that are close. But anywhere in California, uh, we can absolutely help. Yep, and you did. You got Mike's house in San Diego, so you could go as far as San Diego. Of course. Yep. Perfect. It's beautiful. I love San Diego. Yeah. Hell yeah! I can't wait to go back. I was I was there a year ago, 
It was so nice, dude. The bike rides on the boardwalk, like yeah. you, you can't beat that by the water, man. Like it just puts you in such a great mood and such a great tranquility, you know, type of state, like where uh, tranquil type state. Like I took my uh, my stepdaughter out there, my wife out there, a couple of uh, my stepdaughter's friends, and just you know, I, I love San Diego, man. It's a vibe. How, it's a definitely a different. How's vibe the market? Sure. How's the market out there, Brad? I mean, I know it's beautiful. Obviously, less than LA. Yeah, a little less, but I mean, honestly, that creates more of a frenzy. You know, it's just yeah. You know, a little bit more reasonable, you know, for people to purchase in San Diego. And for that, you know, it, listings typically uh, are around a lot less time. Yeah. Maybe. Sounds like that's the market to be in right now. Yeah. Let, let me ask you one last question, Brad. Uh, CBD, uh, have you taken Life Pack? I have. I swear by it. Coffee every morning. And, I mean, I've sent care packages to my mom, you know, everything. Mom loves Life Pack. Absolutely love it. She'd be posting it on Instagram if she had one. Sure. <laughs> Appreciate it. That, I've seen her post thing. on MySpace. I, I, I do it too. <laughs> I send care packages to my friends. Uh, you know, Jimmy and Robert have been so amazing at helping me out. Uh, you know, they, they hook me up with a lot of stuff. And what I want to do is hook other people up because when you take something that is so good and makes you feel great, like we were talking before, before you jumped on this show about inflammation, I'm a fighter, man. You know, I'm a drummer. I do a lot of stuff like athletically and I have a lot of complications. I'm 42. So it's like complications are going to happen. And then it really reduces my complications and then I have friends that call me up. They're like, ah, man, my back. And like you said, you know, Brad, like your mother, like my mom had a, a lot of issues. She's getting older now. So I sent her like roll-on and gels and creams. And she yeah. was like so happy and so excited and so like youthful. Like after one day after she received the package, yeah. she's a completely <laughs> different person. I'm it's like, amazing. That that's life pack organics. That that that's why they are so amazing. Robert and J Jimmy, like man, you guys are really killing it. Like one hundred percent in in a great way, killing it. Like um, so many people that I know, I've sent things to, and they have changed their life for the better. And now they're asking me for more. I'm like, they have a website. <laughs> yeah, jo Johnny, I think we're getting a lot, um, you know, from that side, from from people you're talking to. There are tons of Absolutely. people are from out that way anyway. Yeah. So. Awesome. So let's talk yeah. about how they can find that website so they leave me alone. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Check out lifepackorganics.com, lifepackorganics.com. We got promo codes constantly running. We got amazing topicals, you know, for everyday soreness. We got the everyday, uh, you know, capsules. They have turmeric, green tea extract, B12, vitamin C, folic acid, just all around vegetarian, organic, you know, it, it just, just, just quality. And that's the whole thing is there's no fluff. It's all about uh, quality and just good quality products, you know, made from our family to yours. I mean, that's really the key. And, you know, we, we just try to spread the word and help people. You know, there's so much sickness out there and, you know, so much stress and, and stress is a, a, a silent killer. And you got to just stay healthy, you know? I mean, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And, you know, me as a family man of, you know, four kids, it's it's a lot of work. And you got to stay healthy, you know? You got to be there for your family. You got to be there for your friends and your team. And and, and we love it. So lifepackorganics.com. Uh, we appreciate everybody. 
Dude, Brad, thank you so much. I know how busy you are. I'm sure you probably got like 12 more showings today. But I got a line waiting out my office right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Brad, thank you for coming Thanks, on, guys. man. You were wonderful, brother. Let's stay thank in touch, you. okay? Please. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Thanks, I'll send you all the links to the show very shortly. Thank you. Appreciate you guys it. have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.